everybody. This is Claire Vo, CEO and co-founder of Experiment Engine, and we're back with our Test and Tell podcast after a couple weeks off. And I apologize for the time between our episodes, but the Experiment Engine team has been traveling quite a bit. We went to Boston to visit with some e-commerce companies at Etel East, and then we were most recently at um, LeedsCon New York, which was a wonderful event with a lot of really great lead gen companies. And we were um, privileged enough to head up a panel on advanced A-B testing. And so I thought it would be interesting to talk to you a little bit about how I walked through um, advanced A-B testing for the LeedsCon New York team and how you can take your A-B testing program from what I call a starter A-B testing program all the way to what the most advanced A-B testing teams do. So let's get started by describing what a starting A-B testing program looks like. And for me, I like to use a metaphor. Starting A-B testing teams are like Puppy Bowl. So uh, I don't know if you guys have seen Puppy Bowl on the Animal Planet Network, but it is a wonderful hours-long event where puppies play football. It's pretty great. But starter A-B testing teams are a little bit like that. They are super cute. They get really excited to play with the ball. Um, they maybe even accidentally get some wins. You know, they, they take their little puppy paws and run it through the goal. Um, and, and so for an A-B testing team, what that looks like is you run your first test. You've maybe gotten through the technical part of integrating your testing tool. And you've even had some conversion wins. You know, maybe those were a little more purposeful than the goals um, scored by these puppies in Puppy Bowl. But maybe not. Maybe they were just great, lucky um, early wins. The problem with starting A-B testing programs are very similar to the problems with puppies in Puppy Bowl, which is... Uh, these teams tire easily, so quite often in Puppy Bowl you see a Boston Terrier in the corner taking a nap um, after all the hard work of running around with the ball. Uh, they also get very distracted, so um, the the puppies in Puppy Bowl are not always 100% focused on you know moving the ball along the field uh, into the end zone, and, and in the same way, uh, a lot of A-B testing teams can get distracted by their other responsibilities, other things that are more interesting to work on, things that are more or shiny, and they get distracted. And so uh, A-B testing teams are great. They're a great place to start. Um, they, they get the ball off the ground, and they get you moving on your testing program. But how do you really um, take that starter A-B testing program and move it into what, what you, we would consider an awesome conversion plan? And I like to liken an awesome conversion plan to a high-performing agility dog. You know, they, may, they might be more... Um, they might be slightly less adorable, but they will definitely make you more money and they'll you know, deliver results when you need them to deliver results. And so as advanced A-B testing teams, what you really want to do is mature your testing program to a place where it can reliably and consistently drive returns for your business. So I was going to talk through five ways that teams go from that starter A-B testing program, that puppy bowl program, all the way to the advanced conversion program that everybody wants to be at. And the first one is all about increasing volume. So you're going to increase three things in your testing program when you want to go from a beginner testing program to an advanced testing program. And that is increasing quality. So increasing the quality of the designs going out of the door, increasing the quality of the hypotheses and the qualitative and quantitative data driving those hypotheses, increasing the quality of your statistical rigor and your analysis. 
Um, so the first thing, you know, you want to increase quality. But that's not the only thing you want to increase. You also want to increase quantity. So you always want to be looking at your testing velocity and ensuring that you're driving the maximum number of tests out the door you can every month or every week or even every day, depending on the traffic volume of your site. Quantity is such an important factor in the success of a conversion program because the faster you get tests out the door and the more tests you get out the door, the quicker you're going to learn and the faster you're going to get in those wins. And then finally, you want to increase coverage. So in addition to increasing the quality designs and the number of tests out the door, you want to increase the coverage of your tests across your site. That means you're not just testing the home page, you're not just testing your landing pages, but you're testing all up and down the funnel as much as possible and as quickly as possible. And that means really planning and prioritizing a testing roadmap that allows you to maximize the coverage of your test across your site. Now, of course, we don't all have unlimited traffic, so increasing quality, quantity, and coverage does have a maximum you can hit that's relative to the size of your site. But by building a testing roadmap and really focusing on increasing those three things, you can really take your testing program to the next level. So that's the first step towards an advanced A-B testing program. It's increasing quality, quantity, and coverage. The next piece, which is um, greatly named number two on our list, is to shoot for twofers. And so what is a twofer? A twofer is a two for one, which is you want to, with any test, aim for both a win, so aim for both a conversion rate gain and knowledge earned. So you don't want to just win and not know why. You want to win and also gain some additional insight about your business, additional insight about your customer, additional insight about your web experience that helps drive your overall testing program forward. So I'm gonna give an example of how many people kind of miss that twofer and then how you can really get there. So we'll take an example of the experiment engine request a demo landing page. That's one of our main conversion points for our own business. And there are a lot of opportunities across this page to improve it. Um, we could improve the main call to action to give more real numbers around how we increase testing velocity and ROI for our customers. We could change our listed phone number to a click to call. We could restylize the website to look more pleasant and visually pleasing. Um, we could add a better subheadline or CTA with some urgency around it. And we could put all these things into a test design and run them as a test. And the problem is whether that test wins or whether that test loses, we've only gotten one thing out of the test, which is the result. What we haven't gotten is which of those elements that we changed made a difference to our conversion rate positive or negative, and what's the learning behind it. So really, the way to shoot for twofers is to implement an iterative testing program that's hypothesis-driven. That means that you're testing very specific things across your website, and those things are driven by a singular, stated, understandable hypothesis. So when you get a result back, positive or negative, you can really get that twofer, both the result and the learning. So we'll move on to number three. Um, the thing that the best testing programs in my experience always do, and that is record their history. 
So recording the historic results of your testing program is one of the phenomenal ways to really maximize that, that twofer approach. So once you get the learnings, recording them and sharing them with your team is really a great way to drive learning across your business and drive understanding of your web experience and your customers for not just your testing team, but your marketing team, your product team, your development team, and everyone in your business. Many teams uh, record their history in things like Google Spreadsheets, where they're listing out which tests they won, what the results were, uh, why they called it, whether or not it was implemented, and any notes. Um, these records can also go in tools like Jira or Confluence or even some sort of um, in-house wiki. Quite often we find that a lot of this history for starting A-B testing teams are just in things like emails or PowerPoints shared on Dropbox. The more organized and the more searchable, filterable, and shareable you can make this testing history, the easier it is for your team to take their sophistication to the next level and really integrate their learnings to become a best-in-class conversion program. It's great to say that teams should record their history, and the best teams do, but it does require a lot of internal resources, time, process, and just manual administration to make this historical record happen. This is quite often where you divide the starting teams from the accelerated advanced teams. The teams that are most advanced find scalable, easy to manage, shareable ways to record their testing history. For experiment engine customers, that means using the experiment engine platform. For customers that don't have experiment engine, that means really assigning a, a process and a workflow to getting this history done, shared, executed, and searchable in a way that's easy for your team. So whether that is a spreadsheet or a conversion platform that you subscribe to, I encourage all testing teams to find an easy to do way to record their history and share it across the business. So that's number three, recording your history, something that all advanced A-B testing teams do really well. So let's move on to number four. Number four is incredibly important and as all of these steps rolls out of, of the previous one. So number four is to sell your CRO story, sell your conversion story. What does that mean? That means that sending your boss a link to an optimizely results page with lots of numbers, percentages, statistical significance, and graph is not often the most effective way to get the story of your conversion program across. Raw results are difficult to parse and really hard for the everyday business person to tie back to the bottom line. What does this mean for me? How does this mean we can service our customers better? How does this mean we can make more money? Or how does this let me do my job better? By building a way to sell your CRO story internally, and not just the results, but truly the process and the thought and the results and the twofer and the recording um, and the program overall that goes into your conversion program um, is really going to make your internal buy-in much easier, get executive support for your program, and really make you shine within the organization. We often find that telling the full process of how we identified the opportunity for the test, built the hypothesis, what data that hypothesis was backed out of, what the test looked like in terms of screenshots, and then what the overall winner was and why we considered it a winner and what are the next steps. 
not just the next steps in terms of integrating the winner into our production environment, but what are the next steps in terms of taking those learnings and turning them into the next test? The most important part, though, of selling your CRO story is really selling the dollar signs behind what your conversion program is doing. Your boss and your internal stakeholders really care about one thing, and that's how much your conversion program is delivering to your bottom line. If you aren't able to articulate the dollars returned on the investment you're making in your A-B testing program, your CRO story is not going to be compelling to the people that need to support it. So it's so important for advanced A-B testing teams to have a framework for defining how ROI is calculated relative to all their tests and calculating that ROI on a regular cadence. And once you've calculated it, communicating it to stakeholders up and across your organization so everybody knows why we're making this great investment in your amazing conversion program. Finally, number five. So the number five tip I like to give advanced conversion testing programs um, on how to move from a starter program to best-in-class program is the best testing programs really understand the true cause of what people call diminishing returns. So if you are in the CRO industry, you'll hear a lot about diminishing returns. You'll hear that you can test your way to a local maximum, the highest a conversion rate can get in a certain funnel or certain experience, and then additional tests will drive diminishing returns. You won't see as many wins, you won't see as high gains, and the investment in, that, in testing in that program is not worth the opportunity cost. And the most advanced A-B testing programs know the true cause of diminishing returns, and that is diminished effort. Diminishing returns quite often happen out of that puppy bowl effect. Teams get distracted, teams forget to move the ball, they forget to move the ball regularly, and they get less results. In the same way, testing teams get distracted. They forget to test as frequently as possible. They run out of ideas on what to test, and therefore they get less and smaller wins. If you can maintain and sustain the level of effort you need across your site to test consistently and iteratively, you will not see diminishing returns. In fact, you'll see the result of continuous incremental testing similar to what Experiment Engine customers see. So a good example of this is uh, our customer Freight Pros, who is a lead gen customer who has a quote submission form on their site that they drive SEO traffic to. They have been testing this page for years and have gotten it to a significantly high conversion rate. And um, Experiment Engine came in and our expert network helped them continuously and iteratively test on this page. And after a couple tests, we were able to get their conversion rate on their quote submission page up 15%. This is quite often where CRO experts will come in and say, wow, you've tested for several years, you've just gotten a big gain, you know, you're going to start seeing diminishing returns. You're going to start seeing less and fewer wins. And partly that was true. We continued to test on this page with the same velocity, the same attention to detail, and the same energy as we had before. And you know, it's right. We, we saw a couple losses. We got a handful of tests that went out the door that didn't win. But instead of assuming we had reached our local maximum, we kept testing. We kept testing incrementally. 
And after a few more tests, we were able to get to a web experience that drove an additional 15% gain on top of the A-B testing gains they had gotten already. This sort of dedicated, um, disciplined approach to A-B testing is really what gets you those compounding effects that's going to drive you well past your competitors. So that's the last step in becoming an advanced A-B testing team is really internalizing and understanding the true cause of diminishing returns is you. If you can keep your energy up, if you can keep your testing velocity up, you will not see diminished returns. You'll in fact see compounded returns from continuous incremental testing. So that is our overview of five steps a team can take to take their conversion program to the next level. So those things are number one, increase quality, quantity, and coverage of your testing program. Number two is shoot for those twofers, shoot for both the result out of the A-B test and the learning that helps drive your conversion program forward. Number three, remember to record your history in a way that's easy to do, low friction on your team, and shareable. Number four, you need to find an effective way to sell your CRO story across your business. That not only means telling the narrative of how your tests get out the door and what the thought and results behind it are, but also figuring out a way to tie your testing program to significant ROI that can be calculated on a regular basis. Finally, number five, I I initially called knowing the cause of true diminishing returns, but really number five is our mantra here at Experiment Engine, and it is to always be testing. If you can test consistently, if you can be a disciplined team, you will see the best results out of your conversion program, and that's what the most advanced A-B testing teams do. And that's it for me here at Experiment Engine. It's been great walking you through what it takes to get you from your starting puppy bowl A-B testing program to that advanced agility dog conversion program. And I look forward to talking to you more soon. Thanks so much.